Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Biotech Project. Hi, this is John. I'm with Scott today, and this is a podcast uh, for anyone looking for a career in the biopharmaceutical industry or somebody who's already in the biopharma space looking to navigate the career. And we're really glad that you joined us uh, for a series of in-depth interviews. We're really excited about this uh, because we're going to be speaking to sales reps, CEOs, every role in between in the biopharma space. And we're really excited about helping you on your very own biotech project. And along with my host, Dr. John Walsh, I am Scott Resnick, and welcome to the Biotech Project. You want to break into and navigate your career in the pharma and biotech industry. We know how to teach you. This is the Biotech Project. From sales to medical affairs and everything in between, we're talking about it. No matter how you got here, from here to your next role is up to you, and we're here to help. You'll hear from guests in every role, from CEO to sales, recruiters to hiring managers, the Biotech Project. Here are your hosts, Scott Resnick and Dr. John Walsh. That is, uh, it's awesome. I'm so excited to be here recording our premiere episode with you, John. Yeah, likewise, Scott. It was really exciting hearing that for the first time, uh, that we're actually doing this live. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. I mean, dry run after dry run, recording clips, seeing how the sound is. Hopefully everything works out and everybody uh, hears us nice and clear out there and sees us nice and clear if they're going to watch on YouTube. It's, uh, it's super exciting. Yeah, no doubt. And I mean... Obviously, we'll we'll work the kinks out as we go because I'm sure we'll have a plenty. But uh, so everybody out there, just bear with us as we uh, we get all the the techie things down. But uh, we we've been through a few dry runs already, so we're excited. Yep. Yeah, and you know it, it's interesting because we really wanted to make sure we were ready to launch. So all of our social media is in place, whether it's Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. Our website is up. And, um, you know, shameless plug for the website, www.thebiotechproject.com. Go ahead, visit it, subscribe so that you know when we're pushing out episodes, uh, upcoming guests and whatnot. Uh, we've got really a, a great uh, couple of episodes that are already planned with, with some really fantastic guests. We're looking forward to those next things. And, and obviously subscribing to the website is the easiest way to make sure, um, you know, if you're interested in listening, you, you get an opportunity to do that. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I was really enjoying the website, uh, looking at a few of the features. And one of the features I think is great that's on there is an opportunity. If you're interested in coming on the podcast as a guest, you can actually go right in there and, and register. So uh, if you want to be part of the project, uh, feel free, hop right in, uh, let us know you're out there. We'd like this to be interactive. So if we hear from you, um, it makes it all that much better for us. So uh, feel free to contact us there. Um, uh, hosts at thebiotechproject.com is another way you can reach us directly too. Yeah, we're super excited. Um, so, you know, why don't we get right into it? John, why don't you kind of share, uh, you and I know each other for 30 years, 30 plus years, um, which is interesting because I only feel like I'm like 19 years old. You don't so look it's it. just a You're reminder. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's just a reminder every day. Um, but uh, we've known each other for a long time. Why don't uh, Why don't you kick it off and, you know, kind of share with whoever's listening a little bit about you and how you uh, started your own biotech project, how you got into industry and, and kind of, um, you know, what brings you to the table today? Awesome. Thanks, Scott. I mean, look, I think, you know, I'll just precede this by saying, um, 
our listeners, you're, you're going to hear a bit about my background. You hear about Scott's background. Um, the thing that I'm fascinated about in the biotech industry is that there's almost no two identical stories. People, people land here in all different ways. So um, that's what's exciting with the different guests we're going to bring, I think, because we're going to talk about all those different ways. But for me, um, it was one of those things, as I think for many physicians in particular, was just a coincidental thing. Uh, I had not, like many physicians, graduated medical school expecting to end up in biopharma, and I'm really glad I did. Um, so my background is actually in family medicine. I practice family medicine and a bit of emergency medicine. Um, and that's where I know Scott from. Um, Scott and I met, as he said earlier, about 30 years ago, um, working in the pre-hospital uh, medicine space together. Um, Scott was off pursuing his business work, uh, business degree, and uh, entering his foray into biotech as I was going to medical school and came out and started practice. Um, really intended to spend my whole life practicing medicine, just like most physicians do. And I had the, the uh, really incredible fortune to work with a number of co companies doing speaking and consulting work, um, one of which, in fact, Scott uh, was with. So uh, for any of you who are upset that I'm in the biotech industry, it's entirely Scott's fault because uh, he actually pointed me in this direction. So uh, but I, but I never look back. It's been a, it's been a great thing. Um, so having done uh, speaking and consulting, eventually took a full time role with a medium to larger size pharma company working in the respiratory allergy immunology space. Uh, spent a number of years there, launched a number of products, really had a great, great time, learned a whole lot, uh, had some really good mentors along the way, uh, and then transitioned uh, primarily to the neuroscience space, working in uh, multiple sclerosis and spinal muscular atrophy and a few other diseases as well. Most of my career centered around medical affairs, uh, but I also did some time uh, in one of the business units at the, one of the larger companies that I was with. Uh, to get a broader perspective of what the, the business looks like in, in biotech. Um, again, super great experience, um, just a bunch of different ways we've navigated, uh, and then made my way to a few other companies specializing in neuroscience after that, and had roles uh, from medical director all the way up to leading medical affairs teams. And really, it's just been an absolute pleasure. It's been a blast, man. I've learned so much, uh, so it's been a lot of fun. Um, and as Scott will mention uh, recently, uh, both shifted gears a little bit in, in our careers recently, and uh, which kind of brought us to, hey, we, sh we should discuss what this ride looks like. like how did we get here? And um, so many other people ask these questions, whether they're trying to hop into the industry or whether they're in industry and they're looking to shift gears. So it became a natural thing to kind of do. So, uh, again, this this is uh, a great opportunity for us to get that information out. So uh, it was great, great to share some of that. How about you, Scott? Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting because really, um, you know, we go back a long time as friends, but we did have a real business relationship there too, right? As you were a physician that was in my my territory and, you know, we worked together. And I, I think some of the things that we'll hopefully get to talk about on the, uh, on the project here over time is, you know, some of the things that are, uh, you know, attributes and things that can help reps just be successful. Maybe they're happy in their role. Um, you know, some of the things that we did partnering together and, and you know, capitalizing on your expertise in, in certain things like emergency medicine and, you know, uh, your your expertise in, in respiratory diseases and, and being able to partner with you and, and bring you in to, to speak as a, a guest lecturer at things. I mean, you know, those are things that really make our industry 
um, so much fun. You know, it's a combination of, of business and medicine together. And um, those are the kind of things we want to talk about. Uh, as far as uh, my background goes, so a little bit about me. And uh, I think if you're in this industry, you love to talk about yourself a little bit and your successes. So I'll certainly hopefully uh, do that today. So I started in the industry back in 1998 during the uh, kind of the heydays of the industry, if you will, that things were no holds barred. There was no pharma guidelines. And, you know, it was a, it was some people referred to it as the Wild West. Um, I was one of the guys that really held myself to a very high standard and, and really tried to avoid some of the things that kind of, you know, were highlighted and and caused the things like the pharma guidelines and whatnot to come into place. So I really held myself at a high level. I started my career at a, a very large, very old uh, pharmaceutical company. And, um, you know, it's worth mentioning we're calling ourselves the Biotech Project because, you know, it, uh, number one, it, it summarizes, you know, kind of where things are going in our industry into biotech and, and um, you know, really specialized medicines. But uh, the the reality is we're, we're looking not just at biotechnology companies, but we're, you know, pharma, biopharma, medical device um, genetic testing companies, uh, you know, the, the whole gamut really plays a role in, in, you know, our world. But, um, I started my career, I was a, a specialty rep in, um, in, in New York and very quickly, uh, made a name for myself. And, and it was nice because, uh, I was young and starting my career and, and I started to have a number of organizations that were soliciting me and, trying to get me to join them. And that really opened up a lot of doors for me to explore, explore different roles, uh, even early on in my career, including things like uh, institutional sales and, and hospital rep roles, working with some of the biggest key opinion leaders in, in the country in different areas, including um, urology, uh, respiratory diseases, emergency medicine, um, endocrinology early on. And um, what was interesting, though, is I, I made the shift into small startup spaces very early in my career. And uh, it was something that I really uh, enjoyed because it was a different, you know, different type of venture. You were dealing with uh, small organizations that were, you know, forming this kind of team-like mentality to help build the organization. So I've been very lucky and, and had a number of opportunities to launch not only many products in my career, but launch many organizations in my career. Um, been part of some of the largest companies in the world and some of the smallest, like literal venture capital backed uh, companies. So I've seen kind of all different avenues of this, and I've helped mentor a lot of people that were new to industry and new to positions. I've been in multitude of positions from sales into roles in, in field marketing and kind of a lot of account rep roles and everything in between. And like John mentioned, uh, for the first time a few months ago, I found myself um, being the victim of um, – you know, a delay caused by the FDA that that caused a, a company to um, shift in directions and and have to refocus on development. And uh, my position, along with a number of my colleagues, we were our positions were eliminated. And um, you know, I, I started for the first time. I was actively looking for a replacement role, and I found that while there's a lot of resources out there, you had to do a lot of digging to find them. And it was it was an interesting place to be. Here you are, you're, you know, looking for a new role. Your your income is limited based on, 
you know, a separation package. Yet most of the resources out there as the job seeker, I had to pay to belong to some of these websites. Uh, some of them were 50, 60 bucks a month to get a listing of just basically job ads in, in one spot. And I, I found it was really lacking. And I, you know, started thinking about wanting to help other people that may be in similar shoes or even people that just were looking for that next opportunity, um, you know, trying to navigate their own career within an organization, maybe moving from different parts of commercial. And that was really the the birth, if you will, of the biotech project was, you know, the two of us talking about, you know, how it, it just really kind of stinks the way things were, you know, and, and uh, that brought us to this. And I think we're starting out as a podcast, but, um, you know, we have a lot of, of bigger goals, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, um, you know, the old uh, expression of when you have lemons, turn them into lemonade, right? I mean, for us, um, both having recently had similar experiences at the same time um, of working with companies who had had FDA delays and having to look for these things birthed this idea, as you said. And so for us, we really think um, there's an opportunity for people that want to come into industry and learn to break in or people who are already in industry looking how to either land a different role or change uh, their role within industry is really what we want to focus on. So talking to people who've all done it before is really important. But also, we'd love to become a place where uh, ultimately people can come to the podcast, talk directly to us or check other resources that we have on our social media or on our website where we can list uh, really great recruiters that we know that are, are uh, well vetted and, and do a really great job. We'd love to, to have companies come and talk to us about opportunities that they have so we can share it with you. Um, we really think that there's an opportunity to kind of connect all of the pieces to be able to bring everyone together. And uh, I think that's what the genesis of this was about, uh, really making those opportunities connect. Yeah, I mean, you know, it would be great to one day uh, have people go to the biotechproject.com and click on a section and it's, um, you know, a list of, of recruiters all in one spot that they can start to reach out to and make connections with. And, you know, maybe there's a recruiting company that's working on a, a build out and they want to um, sponsor a section of, of the podcast or the website and, and we can uh, list their you know, what they're looking for and, and maybe click a, a link that brings them to an episode where they're a guest with us and they're talking about the buildup. And, and so people can hear about what the company's looking for and who fits the role. I mean, you know, it's, it's very uh, humbling to read an ad on LinkedIn and feel like you fit. And then you get on the phone with either a recruiter or representative from the organization and you find out it's just not the case. So, you know, having opportunities to bring CEOs or, or, vice presidents of HR or people, you know, um, you know, leaders on to talk about what their organizations are doing, what they're looking for, you know, where they are in their, in their stages of their life cycle, um, what types of opportunities they have. I mean, th those are things that are really priceless for somebody to listen to and hear about an organization that's building out a commercial force over the next six months and, you know, where they can go for more information, how they can submit their names and, and whatnot. I think it would be great for people to have a resource like that. So no, without you know, let's face it, there's, yeah, I, I mean, you know, there, there's 800,000 people working in the biotech 
arena right now here in the U.S. So there's certainly no shortage of opportunities, you know, across the uh, across that industry. No, absolutely. And the the industry itself has so many different roles, right? I mean, you mentioned the 800,000 U.S. biotech jobs, but since 2001, there's been 1.6 million jobs in this industry, right? And that that's just the directly the people are employed. If you look at all the people direct and indirect, there's nearly 5 million people that are directly or indirectly uh, employed uh, by pharma. Because um, if the listeners don't know already, just to be aware, not only is there a whole industry within pharma, there's also all of the industries around pharma, all the vendors that support, um, whether it be uh, on the clinical research organization side, whether it be on uh, the development of marketing materials or medical education, um, and the list just goes on and on. Uh, and there's so many people that work within the industry, but also people that work to support the industry. And and uh, the, that community is huge. It really is. And I really think there's a great opportunity for a lot of different people uh, to be involved. And it's only going to get bigger. We know uh, the Bureau of Labor is now telling us the market's going to grow about 5% annually until 2029. So, I mean, it's just going to, it's just going to get bigger. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because there's going to be that growth, but at the same time, it's a shifting focus on what types of roles are, are out there. Um, you know, Pfizer recently announced that they were, um, you know, eliminating 500 customer facing roles because of a shift to, uh, more of a virtual presentation mode and a more specialized, you know, representative role. So, you know, th those roles may be eliminated, but the likelihood is there's going to be other roles that have to be created to fill those gaps. Yep. So, I mean, this is a great question for you, Scott. I mean, having been much of your career on the commercial sales side, right, you see something like that from Pfizer. On one hand, you could look at that and say, wow, that's concerning. It looks like sales industry is contracting in some way. But the old adage of, you know, you want to be where the puck is going, um, not where it is right now. What do you see that looking like in the future? So what should our listeners be thinking about if companies are shifting their focus, uh, especially on the sales side, to be able to accommodate these new new ways of delivering information? You know, it's interesting. I, I had an opportunity to work on a project that, you know, really looked at what does the future look like for a customer facing organization. And, um, you know, I was lucky enough to interview uh, and meet with experts and, you know, that um, uh, consult with the biopharma industry and, and hear different thoughts of what was going on. And the reality is this shift has been happening for a number of years, but obviously COVID played a big part in kind of expediting that. I mean, there are some companies that for two years have had you know, uh, very little customer facing live roles, but we've made that shift, you know, scheduling a Zoom meeting with a doctor or an MS Teams meeting with a doctor now is, is fairly routine. And um, now you, you can share your perspective as a physician, but a lot of physicians have said they, they actually like that because they control the meeting a lot more precise. There's nobody waiting in the waiting room. They can come on, have the meeting, get off. Um, so, you know, there, there's upsides. It's a matter of looking where it's going and adapting to it. You know, people are coming, becoming more accustomed to getting answers right away now. So, you know, things like market access is a big area that's, you know, going to grow in, in our industry. Um, medical interactions are, are going to continue to grow, you know, especially as academic centers acquire community-based practices more and more, which is a big trend, you know, in, on, on, in the industry right now. 
Uh, so it's really a matter of companies being aware that nothing's going to replace that interaction between somebody on the commercial side and in, in the field and the physician. The question is, how are those interactions going to, to take place? I mean, um, I, I think most physicians also are going to start to miss some of the interactions. And so I think we're going to see more face-to-face -face interactions and, and live interactions come back, but certainly it's not going to be the way it used to be. So, um, you know, things like field marketing is going to be very important in regional marketing, customizing the marketing message to the, the local customer. I think those things are going to be, you know, really important. I mean, there's just, there's a lot out there. And, and honestly, this is what we hope to do is bring in people that, kind of see where the industry is going and are hearing from companies where the industry is going. And, you know, most importantly, um, how do you set yourself up for what that looks like? You know, one of the uh, upcoming episodes, we're going to have a guest who is a, uh, a consultant for people that are trying to kind of reinvent themselves and, and focus on that next opportunity. And it's going to be really great to hear you know, about, um, you know, about what she's doing with, with helping people transition, what her thoughts are. Um, and we're going to have a CEO from a emerging biotech coming on also who, you know, it's really going to be important to hear what are the emerging companies thinking about as they're a few years away from having their first, you know, um, product in, in clinic. Absolutely. And I mean, just as much as there are shifting sands on the, on the commercial side, it's happening on the medical side. Um, and, and interestingly enough, if you look at what the recent announcement that Pfizer made, one of the media outlets, Endpoint News, covered it quite well. And they actually brought up that there's an increased demand in some regard for having medical personnel um, for a couple of reasons. One is for an increase in medical information uh, so they can help prescribe. Um, and a point that you alluded to earlier about some of the academic centers um, really wanting to have uh, medical type interactions. So um the the point that i really want to leave people with too is that um this industry is constantly changing right and trying to figure out where yeah. it's changing and adapt your skills and be able to um be marketable in whatever area you want to be in involves looking at what the current situation is trying to figure out where you think it might go and make sure you have the skills to do it so i think some of the people that you've just mentioned uh you know i i know a few of them myself as well and really excited about hearing their perspective because they've all done it too. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's really exciting. I mean, think about it. We've just spent about 25 minutes talking about our industry and we really haven't even, you know, looked, uh, even pulled back the covers just the tiniest of bits. So there's a lot for us to, uh, to talk about in, in the coming episodes. Um, we're super excited about uh, where we go from here. And uh, again, I just want to kind of, before we, we um, break off today, I want to remind everybody, visit our website, www.thebiotechproject.com. Send us an email. John, what was the email address again? Uh, hosts at thebiotechproject.com. You can visit us on LinkedIn at thebiotechproject.com, on Facebook at thebiotechproject.com, on Twitter, a little more complicated because not enough letters in those Twitter uh, Twitter names. So we are at thebiotechproj, P-R-O-J, is our Twitter address. But we are looking forward to bringing you our next episode. Beginning our next episode, we'll be having guests on. So look to the website for who's going to be joining us. And um, we are 
really excited about what comes next. Yeah, I, I absolutely want to reiterate that. This has been exciting for me. I'm looking to kick off this journey. Uh, and like, as I started in the beginning, we're really looking to hear from you. So uh, reach out, let us know what you think, give us ideas, hop on as a guest and uh, join the project with us, man. We can't wait. Thanks for joining us on the project. You've been listening to the Biotech Project. Scott and John have 50 years of combined expertise with roles that have covered everything from frontline sales to senior vice president of medical affairs. Scott and John are industry veterans, equipping you with knowledge from guests in every role from CEO to sales, recruiters to hiring managers. We hope you've enjoyed the show and we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, check out the website at www.thebiotechproject.com. And for questions and comments, send an email to hosts at thebiotechproject.com. See you next time. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Take care. Bye now. 